Yo, that gets me excited to check that out on a Wednesday morning. Oh, man, we just rolled the preview for the PBR room. We'll talk about that more in this episode, but today we have to talk about the Fed. NADA show is opening in an Instagram back. Yo, big time backlash at Instagram. Man, they made a move. Big time backlash. I posted back when they changed the whole feed thing. I posted on LinkedIn. I was like, this is pretty solid. Yeah, this is, I think this is a good thing, right? But I was then, act- like, I literally thought of that as I was reading the article, right? I was like, hey, like some users are like, hey, that's the experience I want. We're getting into, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, we just Go rolled, ahead. if you're listening to the podcast only, we just rolled the preview for one of the rooms at a SodoCon, the marketing and technology room. It's in the PBR, which is professional bull riding room. There literally is a bull in the middle <laughs> of the stage, which kind of is, is pretty good. We're building a stage around it. Um, and I think it's important. We're going to have amazing conversations around tech and marketing. And we're going to pitch tank in there. We're going to have dealers pitching. Yeah, vendors. So pitch tank we're going to have. So you have to actually pitch while riding the bull. And st- <laughs> no, I'm just messing. It's not yes. happening. It's oh, not happening. man, that'd be amazing. <laughs> I think, yeah. And then we'll see how much that person remembers of the questions. That'd be great. They yes, only take exactly. the questions when they're on the bull. And uh, I think <laughs> I think it's important to mention, we said it yesterday. I want to say it again that, um, you know, because Kyle, you and I are in the marketing world. People might think this is a marketing conference. It is not. It is a full uh, a full spectrum conference. So about 25% of the content is going to ha- have to do with marketing. And a lot of that is going to be in the marketing technology room. So that means the other rooms, like operations, is one of the, the breakout rooms. Another one is sales, mark- or sales culture and leadership, right? So we're going to have a lot of conversations going on at once so that you can pick the track that makes sense for you. And we really hope, one of our deepest hopes is that you will actually go to a a session that you're not really familiar with the subject matter, at least one, right? At least one, because that's how we all grow is when the industry and all the pieces in the store know what's going on and have some empathy for what's going on in the other sides of the stores, because this consumer experience in this day and age is all connected and it all matters and it all needs to work together. So uh, get your tickets. Real quick, Paul, I just want to say like specifically, you know, I want to talk a little bit about the operations room today too, just for a second. And I'm really excited about the conversations that are going to happen in there because there's a lot of things that'll happen around markets. You know, we're going to have some economists and M&A specialists that'll be in there. We're also going to have a lot around uh, used car operations or uh, sales volume operations and how to track uh, back to profits in in a in a changing in a changing inventory structure. So there's going to be some just like really dialed in conversations and super thankful to uh, both Upstart Auto Retail and VinQ for uh, getting behind all of the content in there. They're going to sure. be supporting it. They're, they are uh, the room collaborators. They'll be a part of the content as well as hosting some of those conversations. So uh, thank you to uh, to VinQ and to Upstart Auto Retail uh, for partnering with us to make sure that that room and all the content and all the speakers can happen in it. Absolutely, man. Oh, we also had a conversation yesterday with the charity we're going to be partnering up with. It's actually a dealer started. We'll talk about it more another time, but it's a dealer in Texas that started a charity to help uh, disabled veterans. Our opening receptions on September 11th, it's amazing. They do these things with light therapy and they train service dogs. It's awesome. We want you to be a part of it. We want the whole industry to be a part of what they're doing. Um, So we're going to talk about that too. So get your tickets at asotucon.com, asotucon.com. There's still tickets left. They are going to go they are going to disappear we don't want you to be the person that logs in and just finds that sold out 
uh, label because it's going to happen. Don't so, and that. also Don't thanks to that. our friends at cars.com for being our presenting sponsor and helping us get this baby off the ground. Uh, let's talk about a little bit of news, huh? I guess, uh, this, this isn't in the show notes, but, um, it is news. Our friends in St. Louis had an insane rainfall. They got like 10 inches of rain in half a day when their previous high was like six inches in a full day. Uh, they're also yeah. coming off a drought, so the ground is hard and arid, and it's not absorbing the water. I called some dealer friends in St. Louis today to see how they were doing. Fortunately, um, the Frank Lita Auto Group, you know, their stores were unaffected, but their communities are very effective, so uh, affected. So our thoughts and prayers with with uh, our dealer network family in St. Louis, and uh, just hoping that you can leverage this opportunity to serve that community and just show them what retail auto is all about, because I don't think there there's going to be... I don't think there's going to be any Carvana people on the ground, if you know what I'm saying. Ooh, shots fired! Just saying! Just saying! I'm not saying that they're bad for not being there. I'm just saying it's like their no. model is that they're not there. So Their model is that they're not there, and that's okay. And, yeah, that's just a different business model. And there model. are thousands yeah. of dealer personnel in the area, so do what you can to serve the community. And uh, let us know at Asodu if there's anything we can do to help leverage that. All right, let's talk about... Um, Let's talk about the news everyone's talking about, as especially in the finance world. Literally, attention to markets. Everyone, right? <laughs> right. You, you logged in this morning, Kyle, and it's like, okay, it's like, okay. So we got three things to talk about, and one of the three that is obtaining like seventy percent of all news stories is the fact that everybody's calling today Fed Day. Um, so fun. We've it's making you know, a holiday. Yeah, I mean, it's really wild because for five years, basically, no one even talked about the Fed. They were like, they don't what they do over there. They just sit and like smoke cigars. The money stuff. The the money stuff, right? Money stuff. Well, recently, obviously, the Fed has been in the news because the Fed is the one responsible for interest rates. And in a time of disruption in market forces and the way that inflation is happening, they all eyes are on them. And so today they meet, there's an expected 75 basis point. Uh, raise in interest rates today. So initially, uh, when we were at the last uh, 75 basis point raise, there was speculation that it would be a whole 100 basis points, so a whole 1%. And, and what that uh, translates, they, 75 basis yep. points, is 0.75% of right. a raise, just so. Yeah, so so they've pulled that back by a, a quarter percent, uh, which is good. Um, but just kind of some of the things that are uh, that are shaping up around this right there. Uh, we have to recognize that that the American economy is uh, is tied tightly to global economies. So things like uh, China's industrial profits, Australian inflation at a 21 year high, um, you know, gas supply concerns uh, from a German perspective, because so much of their gas supply comes from Russia, um, you know, uh, durable goods data and euro uh, and the euro being affected over the last couple of months are all playing into this. So it's not just GDP and not just inflation rates in the U.S. that are playing into the Fed's decision because a lot of the Fed's lending is actually international as well. Uh, so there's just like a whole lot of balance that goes into figuring out where the interest rates are are happening and how bonds are sold at the federal level. So just want to kind of like bring some perspective to it's not just a single decision uh, or it's not just a single factor leading to the decision making for the Fed today. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Um, so there is this fear and we saw this in there that there's lagging the Fed's making decision based on lagging economic data, um, mm-hmm. you know, because they're talking about like what's happening in the retail market and they have to obviously make these decisions ahead of time 
which brought us back to uh, our friend Jonathan Smoke, right? Because you think of employment is strong, spending is strong. Um, although inflation is going up, all these other indicators are saying like, you know what? The ground, it's not an earthquake, you know? And right. Jonathan Smoke, uh, last week, I th- we still want you to go back and listen to it because in the All Things Used Cars room on Clubhouse, um, he really laid out the foundation of like what actually is a recession, right? Why the basic definitions that a lot of people use are are incapable of actually defining the whole situation. And he's talking about what we're seeing in automotive. And uh, I think he's, you know, we said somebody needs to appoint him to a position in, in the government in charge of stuff, <laughs> which we say half-heartedly because that means we'd lose him in automotive. But his level of level-headedness and optimism and just intelligent approach to the recession uh, he's gonna, he might actually get a chance to say, and he won't say, but like, see, I told you so. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, and he's pointing to the fact, and, and there's some reports this morning, even just looking at in, in all of these where people are going recession is imminent or it's coming, but the, the check in that is both consumer demand. So the, the, the volume of, of purchasing is still very high as well as new jobs. So in June, the new jobs created was higher than any month in 2019 pre-pandemic. So you've still got a very, very fast accelerating job market. Now the news is telling you that some of these startups are high Everybody's laying off, firms. right? If you just read the headlines, you're like, people are losing jobs. Yeah, but if you think about it, and I saw this report, we're just diving deep. But if you think about it, uh, companies like Shopify leaned in heavy when the pandemic hit because they saw a sharp uptick in things like e-commerce or attachment to um, Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. So all of those are the ones that are starting to lay people off because that sharp increase was actually not in line with a, 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 a like standard an up market. Yeah. It was not standard growth curve. And so you're seeing the, the news of layoffs there, but the, the rest of the job market is still maintaining a standard growth curve. And so recognizing that both of those things, both consumer demand as well as the employee index and, and the new jobs created are still on the rise is saying like, hey, look, everything's not, you know, hellfire and brimstone when it comes to the, the current market. It's such a conflicting time to try to navigate through. Like all those things you said. It's wild. Right? You have it's a wild. pandemic and it triggers all these all these events. And, you know, companies make bets on how long that's going to last with their hiring. They make bets on, you know, how what they think is going to stay as the norm or what is going to be the new norm. And so much of what we've seen from consumer spending and e-commerce has reverted back to pre-pandemic trends, right? People like went heavy on e-com, big bets. And so what a wild time, right? All the headlines are about people being laid off. This, you know, the jobs report is actually more jobs being created the Fed is being like, we have to raise inflation high to curb, in, you know, or raise interest rates to curb inflation. Uh, a lot of other economists and industries are like, actually, things are looking like there's still a lot of consumer confidence. And so, dang. <laughs> dang. Dang. Is right. Well, look, hopefully you get a little bit of levity, at least when you come when you come and you pay attention to us, because we're going to give you all the stories and not just the headlines. Um, speaking of... Uh... The headlines. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <Segway>. <laughs> 
That'll be the new go-to. Speaking of our show, um, right? Let's continue. No, 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 no. Actually, NADA show has opened up ticketing. Their room blocks. You can only get t- t- room block information if you actually purchase a ticket. They've all got that all gated. They dialed it in. But they also announced their headline speakers. See, I did that. I pulled that That's together. Really good. You did. You um, did. No, you got a couple. You know, I honestly. The one that I recognized that wasn't automotive uh, was Deion Sanders. Let's and go. then, uh, you know, a dude, Strahan killed it last year. I like, know. And I know Deion Sanders, like that cat can be on a stage. I'm absolutely. telling you right now. That, I think that's going to be a ton of fun. Now, here's this is the only reason why I wanted to talk about this today, because I was on the website <laughs> yesterday. One reason. And I was looking through. I was like, OK, what have they announced? OK, obviously, education sessions aren't out there. Our very own Paul J. Daly got invited. Don't tell oh, anyone. Oh. All right. Yo. Uh, but check this out. The welcome reception. This is like I don't know if someone's like, yo, we got to do it. More like a soda. <laughs> It sounds like a three-ring circus. Go ahead, read them off. It's unbelievable. So obviously, we're going to be in Dallas, Texas, and they're throwing it. They're this throwing is going to make such a this, great like, piece of social talk. content. I'm saying this right now. I know. Yeah, like literally, <laughs> we're going to be there with like cell phones and video. We're going to we're going to lay this out. Right? You won't want to miss. This is right straight off the website. You won't want to miss this fun and festum welcome reception featuring. I'm gonna try and make it through this, okay? I need a, I need a, I need a ding, ding. We need a counter, like, okay, all right, right. We'll add that later. Featuring trick ropers, line dancing, a honky tonk band, mariachi music, flamenco dancing, mechanical bulls. Wait, wait, wait for it. Armadillo races. (laughs) I've always wanted to see an armadillo race. Or. Um, I like. I gotta call. I gotta. Brad call Pascal right now is yeehawing his way. <laughs> I'm like, this is nuts. I'm so proud of them. I like this. For me, <laughs> this is I'm so like, proud of them. Classic automotive. They are gonna tell stories about this night for years to come. Like hell or high water. I'm there. We're luckily we're not having another kid this year. Around, around January, so I yeah, know we can say that, that with certainty now. Yes, I can say that with certainty at this point. So yeah, we're good. Look, I'm telling you what that I, I think. You know, if if like my <laughs> note for this is whether you're coming to a SoduCon or a NAMAD or Modern Retail Conference or or NADA, the fact that when we get together, dealers banding together, no crisis, whether that be market forces or anything like that, can win because there's an energy around automotive and people inside and outside of the automotive industry are recognizing it right now. And even an idea recognizing that they got to throw a party like this means, Hey, look, we're over here. We're doing things. This is a place to be. Automotive is the right place to be. My gosh. I'm just thinking Armadillo of how, races. how <laughs> I'm just thinking of how, Asoto, <laughs> how we covered the, the event in in the Raider stadium. Let, you know, like walking around with the microphones, live streaming. Yo, we need people. to like live yeah, this we need to like be next live commentate the armadillo race. This races. is gonna be next level. Yo, I got I saw an armadillo. Little Sparky's one. ahead by two feet. Let me break this down <laughs> for you. So really what you're looking for in a good armadillo is <laughs> His motivation, motivation. Oh my so goodness! Good. Thinking of th- speaking of things that you post on social media. Stop. Segway. That's a real one. It's a real one. 
Coming back to the story we alluded to at the very beginning of the show, Instagram changes in their feed and the way they're presenting content in the feed is sparking backlash from its largest users on the platform, namely the Kardashian sisters who have over 685 million followers. I mean, that's that's over half a billion followers. And they've actually reposted a change.org petition started by another user to quote unquote save Instagram, specifically asking the platform to hear the demands, bring back chronological timelines, hate Twitter, stop trying to be TikTok, ouch, an algorithm that favors photos, and I missed one. I doubled that one. I missed the last one. And one more thing that I forgot to put in the show notes. <laughs> but- well, here's what's interesting is, you know, I and and we'll get to kind of the public response from Instagram. But I posted back when kind of the feed got updated. I was like, wow, this is a really immersive experience. Yeah. It, it felt a lot better to me personally. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I'm not I'm not a TikTok user. So I, I only know the platform from a business perspective. So I've scrolled through and I understand it. But I'm not on there to watch anything. And so, and then from Instagram perspective, again, kind of a business, like some personal stuff. And, but when I was on there, I was like, wow, this is actually something that I could kind of get used to scrolling through. It's immersive. There's, there's not a lot of distractions. And and even the way that content is getting laid out by really savvy creators that have flipped the switch on how they create content feels more natural to me to engage with, but I can understand how like, this is a whiplash for creators that have like made a brand on one way of posting content. And then like literally a week later, Facebook decides to do a, almost a similar thing. No dip. Yeah. Um, but you know, <laughs> it's like, duh. Um, so it, it is, it's an interesting play to, you know, kind of like align with what they're seeing as this like mass move to, to TikTok in TikTok's what eighth or ninth year. Right. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. Wow, that's weird that it's in eighth or ninth year. But yeah, so Reels feels like TikTok. Um, and obviously people like that format right now. Um, so what happened is this actually made the CEO release a reel of his own to respond to this uh, pretty Naturally. quickly within like one or two days, right? So this is like a big thing. And, and kudos to Adam uh, Mosseri for for like kind of addressing it head on. He said, we're experimenting with a number of different changes on the app. And so we're hearing a lot of concerns from all of you. I want to be clear. It's not good yet. Like he was like our algorithm and the thing. He's like, it's not good yet, but it's going to get good. He said, and we're going to have wow. it, have to get it to a good place if we're going to ship it to the rest of the community. So that means they're kind of rolling it out. It's not available to everyone, I guess. I have it. You have it. Kardashians have huh. it. He yeah. says, I want to be clear. We're going to continue to support photos, which indeed was one of the biggest concerns cited, right? People that became big on the platform by posting great photos. Um, right. It's part of our heritage. He said, that said, I need to be honest. I do believe that more and more of Instagram is going to become video over time. We see this even if we change nothing. We see it even if you just look at the chronological feed. So um, he's like, look, it's going there. They have the data. They know what people are into. And these platforms are designed to give you that quick hit of dopamine. And it just, when you're scrolling through reels and you're laughing or you're seeing something interesting, it it just makes you focus and gives you that reward center versus looking at a still image and copying. So I don't know. My, my thought is that Adam knows what he's doing and whether or not he loses or gains users or viewers or minutes, like they're not making the decision because people are looking at Instagram less. (laughs) Yeah, without a doubt. Well, and here's, here's the encouragement from a business perspective on this type of, uh, on this type of move is recognizing that actually I was having a conversation this morning that 
that, and yesterday I think we had a conversation as well, that the volume of updates that platforms are pushing on in a 12 month basis right now is somewhat staggering, whether that be a social platform or Google, whether that be organic or paid search or OTT platforms, like the speed at which these are ticking off. So being ahead of that or being at least on the curve mm-hmm. is the, the opportunity to gain market share. Yep impression share. Um, And so wherever you're placing or prioritizing content, recognizing that being aware of the shifts in the algorithms or the layouts is important to grabbing and obtaining market share. Um, Like you, that's, that's just like business 101. Now you can't just like toss that to someone else at this point, you have to be savvy on that. No doubt. And so like, look, when something changes, someone else is always disrupted. And if you're a creator, like you just need to understand, like you lean in as hard as you can while you have something good. But if you're not willing to change and shift, like even the Kardashians can't throw a big enough fit to get this one to stop. So I said it. We hope you have an amazing day out there. We hope that you lean into the things that truly make automotive automotive, which is really namely fundamentally serving other people. So go out there and just do that.